Hey everyone, welcome to our new podcast, Planet Baddie, featuring myself, Patty Rodriguez, and me, Delilah Gonzalez. So basically, so here's, here's the thing: we are pure chaos and dumb bitch energy, but that's okay because if you're listening to Planet Baddie. Sounds like you're a resident. <laughs> it sounds like an ad. Anyways, um, um, but basically, you're going to let us wreck your life, but you're going to be a sensitive bad bitch while you're doing it. And that's all you could really ask for from a podcast. Let us run your life for you. Yeah. It's really just the blind leading the blind out here. But... Who better to lead than somebody who's in your same position? Very true. The best advice that you'll ever give or that you'll ever receive is the advice that the person giving it wishes that they could give themselves. True. That is so true, actually. So. We're also old. We're we're 21. (laughs) We're old, irrelevant seniors in college, so... I'm going to go ahead and assume that whoever is listening to this is you're a child. younger, hopefully. Love, you're a child. Love. Um, but anyways, that's our little intro. So welcome to Planet Batty. Do, 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 do. Music, music, music. like a intro song. Yeah, we do. well, we have to buy one. Oh. Anyways, so because of copyright laws, you can't just like use one. Well, but I technically already did because I paid for Spotify. It's not the same, love. It's copyright because we're going to make music off. Um, not music. We're going to buy. We're going to make money <laughs> off this. Anyways. Okay, everyone. So you heard our intro. You know what we're about. You know that this nobody really knows what they're doing here, and that's okay. Uh. So here's the shindig. We're going to set this up like it's a personal diary. It's a love letter to ourselves, to you, and to the future. Because really, this this podcast is all about self-reflection and... Also just owning your hot mess. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That's so well put. Yep, we're going to own our hot mess. Yeah. So, basically, how we're going to set this up is that we're going to have a little weekly takeaway, weekly catch-up. So, Patty, it's... Okay, so for us, today is a Friday. Patty, how was your week? You have a lot going on. Yeah, I... My week was... It started off a little bit hectic because I was told by Rollins College that I wasn't going to be able to get my comm minor... Because I was apparently missing one credit, which I knew I wasn't. This week was a little bit hectic. I was told by Rollins College I wasn't going to be able to get my comp minor because apparently I was one class short and I knew that I wasn't because I was literally taking a class this semester called Crisis Communication. Turns out Crisis Communication is not a communications class. Boo! Let's give her a boo! Yeah, let's boo Rollins College. But you eventually figured it out, right? Yeah, I was I was able to talk to the um, chair of the department 
I explained to him the situation, you know, maybe they shouldn't have promoted a class to call minors and majors called crisis communication if it wasn't going to count towards their major or minor. The disrespect. Anyways, he agreed to make a one-time exception and do like a course substitution because apparently I was supposed to be taking research methods in the semester and I wasn't. So you got away without taking statistics your entire four years in college? Yeah. That's actually so humiliating for me. God has favorites. <laughs> and I'm not one. <laughs> You're not one of them. Today is proof of that. I've had a really rough week. <laughs> really, Delilah? Tell us more. Oh, dear. Okay, so let's start off with the first things first. My name is Delilah, and I'm trying to go to law school. Only problem is... You hear that? That's my brain. There's nothing in there. I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> I'm actually... I have some redeeming qualities, but for the most part, no law school wants me. I applied to 14. I'm waiting on hearing back from nine, but um, in the past week, I've got re- I have gotten rejected by two, and they're all little Double city girls. Oh, yeah, and they're like New York City schools, and if you know me, trying to be an NYC baddie out here, and, you know, it's just- Trying to live her best Pinterest baddie <laughs> dream out there yeah it's actually really sad so law schools don't want to see you thrive i know right well i have faith like i know that there's a plan but i don't know i was thinking about this i was getting my hair done today which we'll go into later but i was getting my hair done and after i received that i was like you know what like there's always like a plan in store like okay it's not what i wanted but it'll get figured out which I think that my hair is some symbolism for because so <laughs> I went to get my hair done. Mm-hmm. I went to go get my roots done and I had really thin highlights and now I'm a blonde. Don't know how we jumped from that to that, but that just goes to show that sometimes you plan for something and it's not exactly what you get, but it doesn't make you ugly. It just means you need to reroute. <laughs> <laughs> it means you need to reframe. You need to reframe your perspective. Um, but that's kind of our weekly little catch-up, and... Um, stinky, uh-oh, stinky, uh-oh, stinky. Um, but I wanted to talk about some media I've been consuming. So, <laughs> um, I recently got an iPad, and I've always been the type of bitch that's like, I don't want an iPad. Too oh, much technology. Sorry. Patty's listening to TikToks <laughs> while I'm speaking. <laughs> I I opened my phone and it was on Instagram and there was some video playing. But I was trying wow. to find my media so that I'd be ready when it was my turn. Um, um, I forget the name of the book. <laughs> but I was reading it on my iPad. One second. Just letting you know that if I were to be a singer, you guys are all in on the secret that they're definitely auto-tuning me. And two, I kind of sound... <laughs> sound. <laughs> I kind of sound like Shakira. So comment down below. Anyways, so my media of the week is My Parents Dream by Kate. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop <laughs> farting. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, it's My Parents Dream by Kate Betts or Bells. I don't know. I can't read. Um, <laughs> but it's basically like this girl talking about like her journey through journalism and like I guess coming up to become a fashion journalist. And I'm on chapter six and it's quite interesting. She's a good storyteller. So if you're looking for a little career thing, if you're in the same place as Patricia and I, definitely recommend. Um, I'll give a full review later. Also, I've been listening to Taylor Swift's 
love story that oh just God. came out. I need to listen to it's it. It's so good. I forget how much of a Taylor Swift fan I was, like, as a child in elementary school. I owned, like, all of her CDs. And then the internalized misogyny really got to me in middle school, and I, like, acted like I had no idea who Taylor Swift was. Thank God that I've recovered. <laughs> I was Wait, ill. You've been freed from the shackles and the patriarchy. I know. Just kidding. What about you, Patty? What have you been consuming? Um, I am a slut for podcasts. Um, currently my favorite one is NPR's Life Kit one. What's that about? I haven't heard it. It's just like, it's Life Kit. It's, um, their whole thing, they're like pretty short, digestible episodes and um, there's just, like, little lessons, like, <clears throat> here, I'll read you the description. Read it, queen. Everyone needs a little help being human. From sleep to saving money to parenting and more, we talk to the experts to get the best advice out there. Life Kit is here to help you get it together. It sounds like a meal kit, but, like, for your emotions. But for your life, It's like much. Hello Fresh, but a podcast. Yeah, Wow, um, I love so that for us. So this week, I listened to this episode called Fuck the Spark, The Science of Finding a Partner. And not that I'm in the market or anything. I fundamentally disagree with the fact that it told you that his height won't make you happy. Yeah, okay, let me get there. <clears throat> um, like I said, not that I'm like out there looking for a man... Because that is gross. Well, we like to dabble in the arts of romance. Yeah, I like being a knowledgeable individual and understanding, you know, the science of finding a partner. In case, it, you know. Once you graduate, you move on to your big city dreams. Exactly. I think that dating in college is one, overrated, two, disgusting, and three, will ruin your life. Yes. That's for another episode, though, honestly. It <laughs> needs a whole episode of its own. In that order, but I agree. I think, what was it that you said that you were and that I was? So the, the episode talks, it starts off by identifying three types of daters. Daters? Dating yeah. people? I don't know. There's the romanticizer, which is me, and it's, like, people who... The reason they're not, like, really being successful at, like, finding a partner is because they just, like, have really high expectations and, like, they just romanticize everything and they think that, like, you should, like, when you meet someone, like, it's going to be, like, this magical, like, spark and, like, it's going to be love at first sight. I don't like how it criticizes that because I think that you should feel that way. Well, I think you should listen to it because okay. it. I, I we're mean, recommending I, a podcast on our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Go listen to this other shit instead; it'll help you out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, you need to listen to it because, like, it sounds like it's critiquing you for like ha- having standards, but it actually, like, as you listen to it, it, it just like explain. It really does explain like the science behind like like, the so-called spark and, like, how that's, like, not really a thing and, like, how the spark eventually, like, dies out and, like... Oh, yeah, I believe that. They're, like... There was, like, one line where they were, like, when it comes to dating, go for the slow burn and, like, give... Set a, set a bench... What's it called? A bench line? A benchmark. A benchmark when you're, like, going out on dates because if you're someone who knows that, like after the first date if you don't feel a spark you're never gonna hit them up like 
chances are you're never going to find a partner. So you need to send, like, you need to set up, like, a benchmark of, like, how many dates or, like, how many chances you're willing to give someone before, like, you call it quits. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that seems to be a really common problem where people, like, don't feel the spark instantly and they're like, mm, not for me. I just but, don't believe in the spark. It's either, like, you're interesting or you're not. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm bored while talking to you, I'm still going to be bored, like, three dates in. But, like, you know what I mean? Even if, like, I don't feel a spark, if you're still interesting to talk to, like, I'll still keep it going. I think it's more so, like, referring to, like, the intensity of, like... But I just, like... Being infatuated with someone. I don't know if you also agree... Or maybe it's just me, because we we're different daters. I'm the maximizer, so I have commitment issues. Yeah. But, like, for me, like, it's, like, I don't really get that intense. Like, I'm just, like, having fun. Mm. And then, like, I get intense, like, later, like, after the fact. Like, it has to be a while. Because otherwise, to me, it's, like, just a game. It's, like, for the LOL. Yeah. So that's what makes you the maximizer, because the maximizer is the person who, like, the reason they're not having any success in finding a partner is because they just they think that the green the green, <laughs> the green is grasser <laughs> the green is grasser on the other side <laughs> okay i must preface before we like continue we're I both foreign english i'm foreign not really i was born in miami florida but i consider myself foreign so if you hear me butchering words during this podcast no you didn't I just think that English is fake. We're both foreign. We both grew up in foreign households. Exactly. And we're both bilingual. I just feel like if you know multiple languages, it's just, it's so hard to like... Exactly. Whatever. It doesn't even matter. Like, English is fucking fake. I need to not curse. I'm like cursing more because I'm nervous. I don't actually have a potty mouth. (laughs) I'm just stressed out, okay? Um, If my family's listening, no, you're not. (laughs) No, you're not, baby. <laughs> um, but moving on. So we actually did have a little mini topic for today. And since we mentioned that we're old, irrelevant, but still fabulous, I guess. <laughs> this is like 15 fabulous. That's how I feel. <laughs> we're going to talk about um, sorority recruitment. And I feel like this will be one of our la- like one and only sorority topics, unless we're talking about internalized misogyny. Um, oof. oof, girl, stay tuned. But I just feel like this is like one of the least interesting aspects of us. But I think it will be a good little reflection because, as we said, we're seniors and we're no longer really doing anything. But Patty was our vice president of membership recruitment. And I've been doing this uh, rodeo for four years. So I think we have a couple of thoughts. Yeah. So we, so at Rollins, we do deferred recruitment, which if you're in a sorority, it just, or if you're not, I guess, that sounds mean. I don't care if you're in a sorority or not. That's not what I was trying to say. We're not elitist. I'm trying to just set the context if you're not in a sorority and don't understand what deferred recruitment means, but it just means that um, you do recruitment in the spring, whereas like normal recruitment normally takes place in the fall. So Rollins allows freshmen to like get acclimated during their first semester and like find their group of people before they decide to go through rush and find a sorority. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like that's worse, but you know what I mean? I don't think so. I like that it's in the spring. 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess it didn't work out for us because, like, we didn't find our people in the fall semester like we thought we were, but... Yeah. Um, But basically, kind of what we wanted to explore is kind of how sorority recruitment sets you up for life and just, like, recruiting skills are transferable and how I feel like everybody thinks of sorority girls as, like, shallow little bimbos Bimbos. (laughs) who have, like, zero thoughts in their brain. And I feel like we actually have a lot of skills that we learn while paying all this stupid, ridiculous amount of money to be a part of an institution. Um, But I just wanted to explore that a little bit. And I think Patty can set us up because you taught people how to do this. Yeah, so... Like I mentioned, I was recruitment chair this past year, and I finally got done with that in January, because that's when we had spring recruitment. Thank God. (laughs) Thank the Lord. Um, Don't get me wrong, huge honor, because it's like a huge position with a lot of responsibility, but also really fucking stressful. So glad it's over, glad I can be... A senior with like no stress well I do have stress but it's like post-grad stress not sorority stress but I would say gosh you're high and you're low in terms of lessons or transferable skills um or a transferable skill a high and a low okay Transferable skill, um, problem solving, like on the spot, because this was with COVID and everything, like this was everyone's first time doing virtual recruitment. So we encountered a lot of obstacles, a lot of like last minute tech problems here and there. And if you know anything about sorority recruitment, you know that it's a whole production. So if there's, like, one little tiny error, it can, like, offset the whole thing. So just, like, being able to problem solve, like, on the spot without, like, disrupting, like, the rest of the chain, I guess. Um, And just, like, kind of adopting, like, the show must go on sort of attitude. Um, I feel like that was a really good skill that I picked up during recruitment. Um, but also, like, I don't know, what's another one? What's your high? From recruitment? Yeah, or, like, just having that position or being in a sorority in general. I'll be honest, and this is just, like, the narcissist in me coming out. I think the high was definitely, like, during actual recruitment week, just, like, even though I felt like a hot mess the entire time, because I didn't, I... In my little tiny brain, like, I just thought I didn't know what I was doing, and I was, like, doubting myself every Mm -hmm. step of the way. Imposter syndrome. (laughs) Um, So it was just, like, really nice and reassuring, just, like, having you people, having people, like, just, like, hype you up and, like, uplift you throughout the process and, like, reassuring that, like, I was doing a great job, and... I got a lot of free food during that week. Just, like, people, like, (laughs) offering me, like, food. Because they were like, you're a stressed-out, ugly troll. Here, have some money to get yourself a Starbucks. Or, like, here, have some Chick-fil-A. 
That's madness, love. So I would say that was probably the best part. Just I was straight up idolized for a week because <laughs> people realize like it's a shit. If it's work. not me who's gonna do it, then who will? So what's your low? My low, and I I mean, I think a lot of recruitmenters and like just recruiters in general can relate is like not getting back or not getting some PMs back the next round that you were like really hoping for. But that happens every year, honestly, and that happens to everyone. That was probably a low. I actually no. To be more specific, I think the first night of matching was probably like my biggest low because that we stayed up until like three AM matching PMs. That's crazy. That was just like a dark time. I remember doing that with you and Cammy two years ago, or last year, not two years ago. Yeah. Two recruitments ago. Oh dear. Um, I guess my transferable skill. The one thing I kept thinking about is that like I, like okay to preface, I am an introvert like through and through. I don't like I feel uncomfortable, and I used to feel uncomfortable in like social settings, and I feel like I can fake it really well. Um. But during recruitment, like, this was my final one, and I just realized that I could talk to a rock. (laughs) And, like, I would get the rock to, like, fall in love with me. And I literally just attribute all of that because I, like, when I was, like, a child, I was so shy, and then I became friends with extroverts in high school, and I just, like, mimicked their behavior. Like, you and Katie, I just did what you guys did, and that's how I, like, (laughs) falsified, like, my confidence not like my confidence but like being able to talk to people because I like was so shy and so during like sorority recruitment like you're just like out there in the ocean by yourself like your lifeboat is the girl that's gonna bump you and you don't know when she's gonna show up (laughs) but like anything can happen especially in virtual recruitment like anything could go wrong and you could be stuck talking to a girl for 20 minutes oh and that did happen like that literally did happen it never happened to me um but yeah I realized I could talk to anyone and I also realized that it transfers really well to one interviewing like being interviewed yeah because I realized that I interview really really well I ain't shit on a resume, but if you meet me, we will be I best know, friends. That's not true. You have a good resume. But you know what I mean. It could be better. Uh, I'm a perfectionist. It could be better. Um, but I do interview really well, and I also was thinking about how helpful it is for dating because the whole premise of recruitment, it's obviously like a two-way street, but once you're already in one, it's basically like how much you like them, which I feel like a lot of people fail to grasp that concept. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that it's, like, a lot of confidence building and, like, how much do you actually like this person? Not, like, worrying if they... Not worrying if they like you, but if you like them. Yeah. And that's something that, like, I guess now as a senior, because I'm not worried about, like, who's my little going to be? Who this? Who that? Like, I did... I was kind of more detached. I just wanted to, like, do it and get it over with. Um, but that was something... Dating and interviewing and being able to talk out of my ass. So... Yeah. So much of that is... But, like, in a way that people don't know that you're talking out of your ass. Because people can tell. And that's, like, something I think that is a really useful skill. Um, my high overall was my little recruitment team. That was a good recruitment team. I just love, like, when people are, like, team players. Like, I hate having to do everything on my own. It really pisses me off. So, if they're listening to this, you guys were my high. Mm-hmm. My low... 
my oh Milo was doing it from home. Yeah, you fake bitch. I was sad. I don't know. I didn't want to deal with moving in during. I don't know. I just did. I didn't think logistics is the issue. But I did recruitment by myself in my house, and that was really sad because I'm never gonna have another recruitment again, and that's my last experience, like my last memory. So I was sad. Uh, moving forward, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I just bucked. Um, oh dear. We talk a lot, love. <laughs> Jeez. Oh Jesus. Oh, big mouth. Oh dear. Well, Patty. Um, do you guys do me trying to come up with something? Me talking about me. We should have written talking points down. Yeah, but we're not we very good. We need to do this next week. Not or like good. next time. We're not very good planners, love. No, but we have to be. Well, I'm a good planner. Well, I'm also a good planner, but I just think that we just didn't think about it because we, okay, fun fact, really, really sad fact, Patty and I have been trying to do this for like two years, and so I think that we thought that today we would just get distracted and not actually do it, but we sat down and actually did it. So that's why it's kind of a mess, but this is our pilot episode, so honestly, who cares? If you don't like us at our worst, you don't deserve us at our best. Yeah. If you don't like us, if you don't like us at our unplanned pilot episode, you don't deserve us in episode 100 sponsored by Honey Vibe. Oh, Uh, I can't wait. Um, Usually we can't ever shut up. Huh? I said usually we can never shut up. We're always talking. Well, I think that just means it's time to, to end move the on to our weekly takeaway. Oh, I was like, it's time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bye guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> they trying to pick me up. <laughs> nah, I don't need no ride, thank you. <laughs> They're trying to pick me up. Oh my god. Okay, weekly so takeaway. Pick us up. Oh, I don't need a ride. <laughs> um, I would say my weekly or my this week's takeaway was trust the process. Ew. Okay, recruitment queen. <laughs> no, I'm serious because I almost didn't get my my calm minor. Ugh. And shout out <laughs> for. Oh, we love him. Okay. I feel like we need to bleep out a lot of the things that we're saying. Probably, yeah. Anyways, that's a problem for later Patty and Delilah. Later yeah. Delilah. Um, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, just trust the process because now I, I'm on track to get my comm minor. They, like, literally suggested at one point, they were like, if you still want to get your minor, you can just take a summer class and you want to just graduate. They just want you to, to waste your money. And I was like, no, thank you, love. Not for me. No, thanks, love. Not for me, love. Not for me. Or they were like, well, it's either that or drop your minor. And I was like, not for me, love. Neither. 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 Neither is an option. you give me that cool minor. Oh, dear. Um, I think my weekly takeaway is... I think I need to have some patience with myself. I'm, like, really good at faking it. I realized because I was like, oh no, I'm not stressed out. Oh, I'm so fine. And then, like, consecutive stressful events happen, and I'm like, I'm not fine. I'm not fine, love. Please pick me up. Mom, Mom please. Come to the hand. I'm scared. Um, and also, it's just like everything's gonna happen in the way it needs to happen. And even if it doesn't look like the way I planned, I'm like a neurotic planner, and I have like, 
10 five-year plans just in case one of them goes wrong. So I just think it's hard, like, going through admissions. Because first, college admissions, like, going into undergrad, I, like, knew where I was going to go. Like, I knew in very early. So I was, like, not stressed. Like, I had, like, knowing. I was, like, yeah, I know where I'm going. Like, I'm not worried. I know exactly what I'm going to study. I know, like, what my plan is. I was, like, I'm going to intern. I'm studying abroad. Like, I knew what I was doing. And this is the first time in my life that I have no fucking clue. And it's not up to me. It's crazy. So I guess just accepting that I can't control everything. You know what? That is a big learning moment. But love, I'm mentally ill. <laughs> it's mental illness, in it? My therapist two years ago was like, your anxiety literally comes from the fact that you're like neurotic and want to control everything and you can't. Oh, we watched Little Woman yesterday. I was literally thinking that. I was like, I, we need to mention that we had a movie night yesterday. Yeah. We had a movie night at my house. Oh, wait. We, Patty, you never told Cammie and I. Um, are, what sister are you? Um, I need some more time to like reflect on it. Oh, really? In the middle of the movie, when I saw... So we saw the like, Greta Gerwig version, and I... Remember, I saw the first one or like the old one with Winona Ryder, but I was a child, so I didn't really get it. Um, but when I saw the Greta Gerwig one over the summer, like halfway through the movie, I was like, Oh, I'm Amy, no doubt, no doubt in my mind. It's yeah, I definitely like don't, I don't relate to Joe, mm-hmm. but I do like Meg. <laughs> da, no, da, da. oh god, no, da, da, da. Meg pissed me off. She married a poor man. <laughs> um, just so you all know, we're materialistic. So if you don't... Just ex- to like get that out there. Just like, to put it out there, if you don't believe that men should pay for all the dates, get the fuck out of here. We don't need you. You're yeah. just not our people. You're not our community. And you need also to leave. Like a real feminism? Come on now. Like, if There's you, a wage gap. If you are so paying for dates... Babe, you're getting the short end of the stick. Like, I get nothing. Okay, listen. You literally... This is, like... I don't know how it works in, like, same-sex relationships, but in a heterosexual relationship, as the woman, there is literally a wage gap. Men get away with, like, killing women all the time. You spend all this money getting ready to look fabulous. Otherwise, he'll probably talk shit to you or talk shit about you. And, love, you're still paying for half the date. Yeah, love. That's just madness. Never. Never. It's reparations. Thank you. You're welcome. Wise words. Thank you. I think I said that. Yeah. You've said it before that it's reparations. Yeah. Men paying for drinks. Yeah, it is. My my most successful relationship so far that ended still in tragedy was a man paying for everything. He was, such a, he was such a good boyfriend. Yeah, as he should. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Um, we heard advice the other day that was like, don't let men know that you've been treated like shit. Yes. So act so true. And like, it just really spoke to me in like a lot of levels because yeah. I, up until now, my little dumbass has been like talking to men, telling them about like, your ex. My ex. Like, how bad he's so to be my. It's a, a pity story. And then they're like, "Oh, so you'll take it? Like you'll take oh, my shit? Like, so You're you'll, weak. You'll put up with it." Exactly. My most successful relationship was, I didn't tell him anything, and actually, he told me about his ex. 
And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, like, my ex and I, whatever. <laughs> like, I gave, like, a, it was, like, very brief, not descriptive like, at all. Then? Like, I was just like, yeah, like, we dated in high school, but, like, whatever. That's so weird. It's been, like, such a long time. I forget about him. <laughs> yeah, I forget my ex. Crazy. So far away now. Like, so in the past. Anyways, so our weekly takeaways are shit is going to happen the way it needs to happen and it's all going to work out. So don't worry your pretty little head because the more you worry, the more Botox you're going to have to buy. Number two, always make men pay. Number three, don't tell them that your ex was a meanie weenie. Never. Honestly, lie to them. Lie to them. Be like, my ex ex was a prince. the best thing that ever happened to me. (laughs) The reason we broke up is because I needed space. Yeah, I needed space. Like, I just... I needed to find myself. Do not tell him I'm that your t- ex mistreated you. He should know that, like, you have high standards, even if you don't. I was on Bumble, and I matched with this guy, and he was, like, really funny. And, oh, so my Bumble bio for contacts is himbos only, because <laughs> I just hate a man with a brain. <laughs> More tools for him to manipulate with me with. Anyways, so himbos only, and he was like, blah, blah, blah. Um, where do you take your himbos? And I was like, oh, honey, I don't take them anywhere. They take me out to dinner. And that's just the energy you need to carry with you. Yep. But, um... Big energy. Just don't let... Like, for all the new guys know, your ex was a finance bro who took you out to the Hamptons. Yeah. And that's how you deserve to be treated. Like, caviar on the first day. Oh, that sounds nice. (laughs) Just if you honestly tell yourself that enough, like if you just like keep saying it, you'll start to believe it. You're like, you're like dead. You're like dead ass. Like, oh yeah, my ex took me out to caviar. When like the reality (laughs) is, no, I was gonna say you forget about like the shitty Valentine's Day gifts. (laughs) Oh my god. As you get older, you realize that, well, I don't know if it's like this for you, but my grandma was like, never spend money on a man. And I used to be like, you're so like backwards, like it's new time, like me as like a 16 year old and my grandmother's like a wise old woman. And now we're over here like lecturing her on feminism when she was right the entire fucking time. She was right the entire time. She was like, don't spend money on a man. And me, like, oh my god. Times have changed. Times have not changed, okay? Women are still getting abused, and there's still a wage gap, and we're still not appreciated for, like, everything that we contribute to society. So the bare minimum is a man spending money on me. Do you ever notice, I think I sent this in a Snapchat, that, like, whenever men talk about equality, it's, like, them being able to hit us, or, like, it's about money. Yeah, they're like, oh, so you want, so if I hit you, like... Or, like, it's about money. It's like, oh, so you're gonna pay for my dinner. And it's like, if that's, like, your only talking points, like, you literally know nothing about, like, what we're talking about. Girl, this is not new information. I know, but points are still being made. Baffling. (sighs) Well... I have my Pilates class in a few minutes. And I have a life to get back to. <laughs> so we'll see you in next week or no, two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. So Planet Body. Wait. Okay, we're gonna do self affirmations. Yeah. Okay. 
Patty, you start. Oh my god. Mm, my self-affirmation for this week is... Ooh, a good one. I am assertive. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. I struggle a lot, just like... You do struggle being assertive? I always tell Patty to be meaner. Yeah. She's not. Yeah, I'm not meaner, but I'm trying to be. Um, let me think. My self-affirmation is, what do I need to hear? What do I want somebody to tell me? Hmm. But something that's true. Something that's true? Yeah. Mm, I am capable. Because I am capable. Sometimes you just need to hear it a little bit more. Well, thank you for visiting us on Planet Batty. Yeah. Vroom, vroom your spaceship in two weeks. <laughs> and stay... Stay rich, bitch. Stay rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Dow Jones, I love you, Haley Sachs. I love you, Haley Sachs. Hashtag girl boss. Hashtag <laughs> batty. <laughs> hashtag feminism. <laughs> See you in two weeks, guys. <laughs>